is uh, with us. Hey, Eddie, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Uh, good we're, to see you, man. We're good, good. thanks. Uh, Eddie Steele, of course, a member of the 2015 Eskimos Grey Cup Championship and uh, spent some time in Hamilton, Edmonton, and last year with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So what I want to get from you right away, uh, Eddie, is your take on last night, uh, seeing Zach Kolaris, who was a teammate of yours in Saskatchewan. I mean, before the game, everyone's all concerned about Zach Kolaris. After the game, everyone's going, Toronto didn't get enough for him in the trade because he looked so good. Uh, I imagine from a guy who knows him, you're pretty happy for him and the performance he was able to put on last night yeah you know what i am happy slightly surprised uh the fact that he's back playing ball already Mm -hmm. and i mean he's had a lot of time off uh due to his injury issues but i am surprised that he's back playing football again but i know what kind of competitor he is and it's good to see him out there and he had one of the best plays of the CFL this year. No doubt. I mean, throwing that, that one was, touchdown pass. He's scrambling around, play, right, yeah. left. And, and he took some shots last night. Like, yep. you're like, oh, my goodness, is he going to get up from that? And he did. Yeah, it's it's good to see him bounce back because I'm sure, you know, everybody talks about he needs to get a couple good licks in, and he's got to feel that. And it's good to see him bounce back and win a game, you know, yep. and an important game too. So uh, very important. I don't think anybody needs to take a couple of licks like he took last night. You know, he's, he's that's one of the things that going forward, if, if he's going to have any success, he's got to be able to figure out that he's got to get down on the carpet really quick because uh, because guys are still taking shots at him, right? And, and and they weren't illegal hits or anything like that. And I thought the penalty that was a, that was called on the one hit, the guy hit him with his back. You know, I'm completely turned. So he wasn't hit with a shoulder or helmet, but but he's with, with his uh, experience everything else he's got to be careful 2015 when he was on his way to an MOP season before he hurt his knee in that game against the Eskimos he was a great player I don't know if he can get back to that level at this point in his career but just to see him back playing I think I I don't know if you guys saw the interview with him after the game last night Uh, I was happy for him just because he just looked so happy to get through a game and take a couple hits and produce and win been a long time it's a great story that he's playing it really is so that leads me to what we talked about earlier today Blake Uh, Zach Kolaris comes back after being off since week one. Well, Trevor Harris has only been off since, you know, September 7th. Uh, uh, Calaris came back, looked pretty good. What do we expect from uh, from Trevor Harris in this game tonight? How difficult is it to come back? Uh, he's a quarterback, and he's coming back from an arm injury that prevented him from gripping and throwing the football. So that's obviously part of it for him. But what do you expect from a guy like Trevor Harris coming back today? I'm uh, expecting him, uh, as I was talking with Blake, He it's... A game where it doesn't mean too, too much to the, the Eskimos, right? We all know that they're going to be crossing over. So there's a sense of looseness mm-hmm. to the team. You know, Calera, or, sorry, Harris can go out and kind of throw the ball and kind of, not to be reckless with it, but he can try some throws that he might not uh, try in a tighter game if they're in a playoff race. Uh, and you can try those deeper routes. You can try out your receivers on some corner routes where you might not want to throw the ball up, 50-50 balls. So you can take more chances and it's going to be exciting to see him i'm personally really excited to see him against a really good defense to mm-hmm. see how he does how he holds up uh physically and because you know they're going to blitz a lot so it'll be interesting to see how he holds up quarterback's the story for both these teams cody fajardo has been one of the real good stories this year i mean let's tie it together with caleros getting hurt in week one fajardo comes in and they kind of had a quarterback controversy in saskatchewan uh, when they went one and four everyone wanted to see harker after he came in at the end of a game and, and put some numbers up but they stick with uh, fajardo and he's rewarded them uh, he's been around for a while since i think 2015 in yeah. fact he was telling us yesterday he was in toronto in 2015 and took mental notes on trevor 
Harris stepping in for Ricky Ray that year and operating as the number one quarterback for most of that season until right to the very end of the year. And he said he learned something about that and the situation he had to go in this year. But he's been a great story, I think, this year. One of the best in the CFL. He and Shaq Evans have been fun to watch. I mean, that might be the best deep ball duo in the league right now. It, it, maybe if Mike Riley was healthy, uh, he and Brian Burnham probably is number one. But right now, I would say uh, Fajardo and Evans are, are definitely up there. Um, you know, it, it's an interesting offense to me because I, sometimes I go, why are they this good? Because you look at what they have. You got the speed guy, the burner and Evans. You got the Swiss Army knife and Roosevelt. Kyron Moore's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a possession guy. Corey Watson, I love. He's just mm-hmm. he plays. Mr. Do it all. You know, he's nasty and he does everything well. And then what William Powell to me is a real big key, and that line has played really, really well. But Fajardo seems to be the guy who just Eddie he figured it out. It's just like. You know, just one day it just went, whoa, (laughs) this is how you're quarterback in the league. And honestly, that's kind of it. I mean, I've played Fajardo the past three years, and I never in my wildest dreams would have thought he would have been the quarterback that he is. Maybe it was just the lack of opportunity to be a full-time starter, to be passing the ball, because he's always been in a short yardage type of a role, running running quarterback type of a role. Uh, But, man, he went out and earned that contract. He earned it. He got... Some good money up front, a nice new contract for a couple of years, and it's totally due to the fact that he played well and he's earned it. Um, Yeah, I I never in my wildest dreams would have thought it because (laughs) I've played against him. Good competitor, but never would have thought he would be a passing quarterback the way he is. Well, some, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, you see this uh, you see this happen in, in all levels of sport, different types of sports, but a guy will get to an organization, and for whatever reason, that organization just fits his personality. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the offensive coordinator in Saskatchewan, uh, it, it just fits what he does. And, and I think maybe that's why there's he's, the light bulb's gone on, as you mentioned. You know, there's a certain amount of uh, uh, how the comfort level for, him, for, for Jardo that makes it sort of seem easy and effortless and, and and I'm not saying that that's the case for it all the time but but when a guy has overnight success something like that has to happen and that's interesting that you say that because uh, I've played in the McAdoo system for quite some time now uh, his offensive system uh, offensive coordinator Steve McAdoo and they got to a point last year when we called it the McAdoo offense because <laughs> we weren't moving the ball we were getting two three yards here and there and uh, but I mean system <laughs> great line it, it's, <laughs> it's true and to be honest uh, who coined that was Odell back here in 2015 he, now it's he, even he better he it I mean until Mike Riley said okay let's do <laughs> it, this exactly now. pretty much but it fit, right? Yeah. And uh, as I was walking in here, I ran into uh, one of the staff members from the Riders. He runs their community organization, no standpoint. Uh, he sets up a lot of appearances and things like that. And he said, Cody has just fit so wonderfully with the organization. And, um, you know, some guys, he, he was there with Kerry Joseph. And Kerry Joseph at that point in his career was set in his ways. It was tough to kind of mold him and shape him. And he said that Cody has just been wonderful for the community, wonderful for the organization and it's just been a beautiful fit. He seems to be just so thankful for everything he's he's gotten, and, you know, he's worked hard to get where he is, and he's appreciative of the opportunity. Even as he got his truck broken into last week before <laughs> Thanksgiving, and he <laughs> tweeted it out and said, ah, oh, the guy probably needed that more than I did, so happy Thanksgiving. I, I was going to comment the McAdoo system must have been uh, easy enough because you were able to step in and be an offensive lineman. Two starts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask this to both of you. How hard is it to play a game like this 
from the side of the Eskimos when you know your spot is locked up. Whatever happens today doesn't really matter. It almost seems to me it's the win and the loss is almost secondary to the fact that you just want to play well and get momentum and kind of get be some, healthy get, and be healthy and get some continuity. But in general, you know, especially if you're a veteran, is it hard to play a game like this? I, I think I can only remember two times that that happened. One of them was the Halloween Madness game in, in BC Place, uh, where we BC was out of the playoffs, and, and somehow we were losing the game and it didn't mean anything. We couldn't move up in the standings, and Giz uh, returned a touchdown, uh, a punt return for a touchdown, with like no time left on the clock. And so it went into overtime. And they we're like, ah, oh. <laughs> into overtime. <laughs> but I want to go. <laughs> we had, had, had the PC guys are going, what are you guys doing? You know, and, uh, but but we, and then the other one was in Winnipeg when there was like an ice bowl game and we had to play this game. And, and uh, but I tell you what, for me personally, I, uh, I, I, I never really looked at a game as not having any significance. I was just worried about getting beat playing well and not letting my teammates down like I, and I and I'm, I'm assuming that that's the way most professional athletes are you don't look at you, you you try to stay in the moment you try not to think about the future but you're just trying to get through the game you know and make sure that you don't you do your job because you're always being judged by how well you do your job and that's absolutely correct I mean you said the word getting beat and nobody wants to go and get beat be it a D lineman O lineman DB receiver uh, the one thing I think the Eskimos really do have in their favor for this game Trevor Harris being back Bingo. Yeah. he's been out for what was it five weeks yep four and games four six games weeks, yeah. yeah so he needs to get back and we all know in the playoffs the team that's trending upwards leading into the playoffs usually has a lot of success and you don't want to come out and lay a duck because uh, you have nothing to play for they have a ton to play for quarterback's been out for some time they want to get the chemistry the timing back and uh, they want to be playing some good football going out to Montreal let me ask you this in, the, in that vein can the Eskimos take strides and get better today and not win the game absolutely they sure can uh, it's not all that winning isn't end all be all I mean especially people would curse me for saying that in pro sports because (laughs) you play to win the game. They do have a playoff spot locked up. Um, I personally want to see them win the game today uh, just to make the race in the West a little bit more uh, intriguing going into the next week of the season. But they have a lot to play for just to, again, as I said, to get on the same page offensively. Trevor's got to get that groove back. He was the leading passer in the league when he got hurt, and he wants to find that stride and hit the ground running. Let's face it, this is not a team that's played great football over the yeah. last six, seven nope. weeks, so this is important for them to play well. And and uh, this could be, with, with maybe one or two changes, this is what they're going to see going into playoffs. Mm-hmm. And these guys net, need to get on a bit of a roll. And to add, sorry, and to add to that, defense, because they're going to see a good defense going out in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And you, you're playing a great defense the next two weeks, so if you can show up offensively against a good defense, that bodes well going against a Montreal defense that's playing some really good football. All right, still to come on Countdown to Kickoff, we're going to hear from Eskimos head coach Jason Moss. We've got the keys to the game and our head-to-head matchups as well. Eddie Steele, thanks for dropping by. I appreciate it and enjoy the game. Can Thank I just you. say something quickly? This is, I don't know how many years I've been doing this, about five years now, I guess, but this is the first time there are seven of us in this booth, which is more than normal, and everybody is standing. And I'm not sure if that's at a show of respect for you, Eddie, or <laughs> the fact that we're all chilly and we got to get yeah. the blood flowing. <laughs> Either way. The, the heater's on the ceiling, Blake, so the more you stand, the closer you are to the heater, oh, right? Uh, everyone, back off, back off. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it in. This is for me. Uh, thanks for coming by, Eddie. Appreciate thanks, it. Eddie. Thank all right, you guys. Uh, hopefully we can get you back in again uh, next year. Last home game for the Eskimos today. Uh, we're going to take a break.